0: Tell me about astrology.
1: This is the first time that anyone professionally has really sat down and asked me questions about astrology. Okay, professionally
0: is a stretcher.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, someone that I know that I met first professionally, maybe, or through through our industry. I met astrology the way that many people meet astrology, and that was through... Uh, heartbreak and grief and confusion and loss. And I was searching for something to make sense of it and came across astrology. And I've always been interested in the pop culture part of it. You know, we read our horoscopes and we most of us know our sun sign. Oh, I'm an Aries. Oh, I'm a Libra. I'm, you know, whatever. And I wanted to understand it on a deeper level. And I didn't know what I was getting into at the time. It was post-divorce. I was living at my parents' house in my early 30s. I was very lost. And someone said to me that a friend of mine said that she had met with this woman when she lived in Toronto. And this woman is a professional astrologer, and that it really changed her life, that it really helped validate things for her. So I, very much on a whim booked a session with this woman, flew from Winnipeg to Toronto to meet with her for five hours and got this wildly in-depth look at my birth chart and went into it knowing nothing and came out of it feeling really validated.
0: Yeah. So what does that look like for someone who I I can admit that the most i've done is probably read my horoscope in the newspaper you know i know my sign right. so what does that look like to go and have like a birth chart done
1: the thing that i did not know at the time is that your your sign which is technically your sun sign or where the sun the zodiac sign that the sun was in when you were born i did not know that that is one fragment of your birth chart So when we look at a birth chart, what we're seeing is a snapshot of the entire sky at the moment that you took your first breath. So that's why it's important that people know where and what time exactly they were born. And so when we look at that snapshot, that is your birth chart, or sometimes called a natal chart. Um, And that shows us where every planet was, what zodiac sign every planet was in when you were born. And that gives us a broader, deeper narrative of who you are at your core, what potential you have, what challenges you might face, uh, your gifts, all of the beautiful parts that make up who you are as a human being, which is why for a lot of people, astrology seems trite, it seems silly, it seems surface level, because what you are hearing and seeing and reading in, for example, a newspaper horoscope, is a very tiny piece of the bigger picture. And when you know the bigger picture, you can build a stronger narrative and there's more validation in who you are as a person. No one of us is one single thing astrology or not, we know that, right? We know that not, we are not each just one description of something. So that's what you're seeing when you're reading something about your sun sign. And that's what's, it's easy to find your sun sign because everyone knows their birthday. And then that's, that's how you figure that out. The rest of it is where you need your birth time, but that's where I think the beauty and the chaos is, is that full picture of who you are as a person.
0: Well, you you sit down with this this lady for five hours? What is that process like? how what is she walking through and telling you?
1: Well five hours, to be clear, is a very extensive reading. Most birth chart readings would be sixty or ninety minutes. So when I do a reading for someone it's it's an hour. and what we're gonna look through is when I look at a birth chart, I'm looking for a hook. I'm looking for unique, aspects between planets. I'm looking for areas of your chart where you have a lot of energy, areas of your chart where you might have challenges that planets are describing. Nothing in a birth chart makes you act a certain way. And so we do not blame astrology for anything. We are always accountable for our actions. Uh, It describes what's happening. So in the same way, that a clock doesn't make it be two o'clock. A clock describes that it's two o'clock. That's that's a okay. good analogy for people. Um so I'm gonna look for interesting uh if there are planets that are in aspect to each other, I mean they're making a 60, 90, 120 degree or they're conjunct, they're sitting on top of each other. I'm gonna look for unique things like that. I'm yeah. gonna look for Um, you know, I call them planetary parties. If there's a particular concentration in your birth chart, I'm going to go over your sun sign. I'm going to go over your moon sign. And I'm going to go over what's called your rising sign, which is the zodiac sign uh, that was on the horizon at the moment that you took your first breath. So those are what we call the big three. So if people know nothing else, those are the three pieces that I would say are the important parts to learn about, are those three pieces. Everyone's chart is different. There is I haven't yet to see a chart that is the same as anyone else's. Um, so it's it's an interesting narrative to build. So
0: tell me more about that how how do you build that narrative? What does that as me sitting across from you, you telling me this what like what could I expect? What does that look
1: like? I think the biggest expectation or maybe the most helpful expectation. Uh, first would be validation. I every time I do a reading for someone, inevitably things come up that people have been struggling with for any length of time, possibly their entire lives, because they feel that it's not something that they should be like. For example, um did a chart reading for someone once, and one of the signatures in this person's chart was that they process things alone best. So that is how this person, um, when something challenging happens, when something traumatic happens, their initial default response is to process it alone. And for their entire life, or their entire adult life, I suppose, they have been told by friends and family that that's not healthy oh, you shouldn't be doing that alone. You should be coming to us. You should be talking to us about it. How did we not know that this was a problem? So I can then see in this person's chart, no, that's, that's your default setting and that's where you feel safest. So it's okay to process something alone. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, can that go to extremes? Yes. And so let's look at other parts of your chart to see where you might get some help in supporting yourself with that you know maybe there's a couple of people that you trust very closely or um maybe there are types of situations where you can start to feel safe bringing other people in but processing something alone isn't inherently bad but we've been taught that that's bad, right? We've been taught yeah. that we need to bring everyone in and tell everyone about our challenges. And some, conversely, some people process best that way. There are some people who need a group of people and when something happens, they need to bring in everyone and talk to everyone about it. Absolutely. Neither one of those things is wrong. So I think that's a, that's an expectation to have, is that you will likely hear things that are validating for you so that you don't have to feel like what you're doing is wrong and you don't have to Mm -hmm. beat yourself up over it. I think the other expectation is probably um, that you might hear some things that are uncomfortable if you are working with a professional astrologer, that information should be delivered in a compassionate way because mm-hmm. we all have things about ourselves that we are uncomfortable with. Yeah, yeah. With, right? yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Uh, if you don't, I would love to talk to you because that's a fascinating <laughs> way to live. Um, so there will probably be things that you're uncomfortable with. I'll, I'll give a personal example. During my five-hour reading, one of the things this astrologer said to me was um, that I am not universally stubborn, but once I have an idea in my mind that I believe in, it's very difficult to change my mind. I was a little defensive about that when she told me. I was like, "I'm not like that. I'm not stubborn. I don't have, you know, that I, I I change my mind easily." <laughs> So the funny, then the funny thing is, as I was sharing this information with some of my close friends, every single one of them laughed when I told them that. And I was like, did you think I was like that? They're like, of course you're like that. We know you're like that. So there's always things that come up that you're maybe a little uncomfortable with. But if you're willing and open to listening, it's that's true. That is That is a yeah. true thing about myself. And so Again, there's some validation in that and acknowledging it and being self-aware. I can't necessarily change that default setting for me, but when I know that it exists, I can acknowledge it when it's happening and go, okay, Kristen, here you're having a hard time changing your mind because you had this idea. Mm -hmm. Let's be a little more open to it, right? Yeah. You
0: make the connection between here's here's a trait, here's you know, I like to process things alone where does that connect with where the stars are a lot like how, how, what, what makes that connection?
1: So every, uh, every planet has a different meaning. Uh, every Zodiac sign is a different style. And then when we look at the full birth chart, we can also look at the house system Which layers another uh, piece of information on top of it that describes the area of your life. Mm -hmm. So we look at what planet is in what sign in what house, and that layered on top of each other gives us a description of. Oh, Mercury, for example, is how we communicate, how we learn, uh, how we speak, write, all of the all how we connect with people. That's what Mercury is. So we can look at where Mercury is in your chart. Oh. Mercury is in Taurus, and Taurus is a sign that is very dedicated, sees things through to the finish, is in it for the long game, is very tangible in nature, and maybe that is in your third house of writing and communication. So we can then layer all of those things on top of it, and we can then look at who is Mercury, and when I say who, I mean which other planets, Yeah, uh, is Mercury talking to? So if Mercury is in, say, a square aspect to another planet, that means that Mercury and that planet are challenging each other. So that's a, considered a difficult aspect, but there's growth opportunities there. Let's say Mercury is in um, a trine with another planet. That means they're hyping each other up. They're high-fiving each other. So that there's a helpful aspect there. There's layers and layers and layers. And again, the biggest thing that I think people are missing when they're just looking at their sun sign is that deeper knowledge and understanding of everything else going on. So there are people who come to me and say like, well, astrology is crap. I read my things about my sun sign and none of it resonates with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I guarantee you, if we looked at your chart, there would be all kinds of reasons for that. Your son may be aspecting something that makes it difficult for you to embody yourself or to embody yeah. who, your identity. like there are so many layers of it that I'm like, yeah, of course, if that, that that makes sense to me that it doesn't make sense to you because there's probably so many other factors at play here.
0: Obviously, this kind of made an impact on you that first time you went and had your reading done, and you've you've stuck with it. How has it shaped? your life since then and and how do you th- how do you think it's going to be a part of your life going forward
1: that's a great question it has shaped my life in a way that has helped me understand myself on a much deeper level and it has helped remind me that everyone is going through their own struggles everyone is going through their own challenges everyone has their own gifts and it's helpful, especially during really challenging times, the last few years in particular, to remember that there's a there's a much bigger picture going on with what we are experiencing globally and planetary positions globally that are impacting us are, we are also feeling on an individual basis. So it's been a really great perspective to remember for me. And it's also helped me feel more peaceful about where things are going and helped me learn how to work with what's coming up. I don't know where this is going to go for me. I don't know where astrology is going to go for me. I love it. I'm passionate about it. It's enjoyable for me. The most recent helpful gift that it's given me is the ability to bring some people together. It's been a cool opportunity for me to offer support for people who might need it and meet some really cool people and get to know them on a deeper level. Where where it will be for me in five years, stay tuned, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Being able to connect with people, that's that's reason enough.
1: Yeah. But and yeah, it's just, it's a really- great valid it's a tool astrology is a tool you know i've said to so many people that if if astrology is not for you that's okay there are yeah. lots of tools out there for self discovery mm-hmm. and self awareness and self acceptance there are, i say the same thing about astrology that i would say about tarot cards and psychics and mediums and like whatever if it helps you learn about yourself and helps you strive to be a better human great that's, that's all we're it. trying to do right yeah, yeah that's, that's it awesome. that's it